0: This will be interesting. Um, are you ready? Rhyme or free, it doesn't matter to me. It's my bad poetry. Good day, and welcome to My Bad Poetry, a podcast where we normally take a deep dive into my dabbling with poetry between 2004 and 2008 when I was in high school. I say normally because today we are going beyond the binding of My Wolf Journal and entering into a whole new world with our first ever guest on the program, Abby. Abby. Hi. Abby, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Abby is generously pinch hitting today as uh, Dave is having not only many technical issues, but then a a screaming child on his hands. So um, our thoughts go out to Dave as he as uh, we know his pain. Um, Abby, do you care to introduce yourself? Sure.
1: Well, I am married to Aaron um, and have been a, a listener of the podcast since the very beginning. Um, I also went to high school in 2004 to 2008, and I also have some rather terrible poetry that Aaron and Dave have asked that I share in some episodes.
0: Yeah, um... I didn't think we'd be breaking out this, uh, like, uh, smash the glass in case of emergency quite yet. But, um, yeah, we're really flying by the seat of our pants here. I think it's just um, amazing that we didn't know of each other's horrible poetry past when we met.
1: Or for many years after <laughs> that.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it has taken a couple different... Um, dives into boxes and and, and bookshelves uh, in our respective childhood homes to find these things. And uh, I think unearthing each other's awful poetry has just shown how truly made for each other we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Also, though, I feel like um, the Wolf Journal might have been like a big red flag. So it's probably good we didn't pull that out until like, you know, six, seven years in.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially, um, there's a string of poems that Dave and I are hoping to just knock out in one single episode because the themes are so similar, and that's probably going to be a holiday special for you all as a present, so we don't slog through multiple episodes of the same garbage. Um, I'm going to guess
1: the theme on that one. It's going to be, I want her, she doesn't like me. I want her, she doesn't like me. I want her, but she doesn't like me.
0: True. Oh, good. Uh, Yeah. Well... Abby, uh, what what do you have for us today?
1: Well, this would have been a poem that I wrote during junior year of high school. little complicated situation.
0: I... No, no, no. We, we, oh, we, I'm we, sorry. We read, we read, we read the, the poem, poem first. first. We get okay. the context later. Got it.
1: So this is a poem that I wrote in junior year of high school. Does it have a title? It does not. I didn't title any of my poems. All of them will be untitled, and I didn't date them because uh, I'm not a nerd like you are.
0: Unfortunately, this comes from the person who archived almost daily our activities um, from from when we first met, <laughs> so that she has the exact quote uh, pickup line that oh, I you alluded throw that, in <laughs> that I alluded to last week. Uh, we could run upstairs and find that, no. but but we will not. Um, she did she did note that she was kind of charmed. I'm going to throw that out there.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> jerk.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs>
1: okay, now do I get to read my poem mm-hmm. now? Okay. Shoulders back. Stand up straight. Chin up. Eyes straight ahead. He can't break you. You're stronger than that.
0: Ooh. Oh, it's so fascinating to be in Dave's shoes here. Um, <laughs> uh. We need me to read it again? No, sure. I mean normally we throw it up on the screen, but I can see your your oh. journal from here. So here you go. Yes, thank you. let uh, see it further. Okay, first impressions. Um, it is short and sweet, and to the point. It feels like uh, a pep talk. <laughs> probably was what it, probably was what it was. Um, yeah. What, what What are your first thoughts of, of reading this back? Yeah, I mean.
1: Yeah, no, I I probably needed a little pep talk. This was uh, in, I believe, fall of my junior year, which would have been 2006, somewhere Mm -hmm. in there. And uh, I had gone to homecoming with a guy. His best friend was the one that I liked and had a crush on. Um. His best friend kind of led me on Mm -hmm. and uh, ended up dating one of my best friends so this was I think sort of a pep talk to myself to say you're better than him you're better than that which I'm not sure I was but
0: I see in the margin here a name written in small cursive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not going to read that aloud, but I assume you're annotating as to who this is about. I
1: was, yes. Okay. Um, if you look in this whole this whole journal, um, there are names next to every one oh. of my uh, well, nearly everyone. I shouldn't say everyone, but nearly every one of my uh, things because I later went back and was like, I'm not going to remember who the heck I wrote this about. Okay. So I should probably, that's how I knew the context for this. Yes. One. And I didn't do that on the other one. I think the other one, the other um, uh, book Journalism. was earlier.
0: Yeah. Okay. So Abby actually has multiple books, uh, journals of poems. Um, I think this is where our different idiosyncrasies are, are playing out. You wrote the context into the margins. I went and typed them up in order in, <laughs> in a Microsoft Word anthology, um, and left the context blank. So I, I'm literally doing archivist work, trying to figure out which which poems about which. So girl. what you're
1: saying is my idiosyncrasies were more useful than yours were.
0: Hey, I at least know the dates. of the Okay, poem. legit. Yeah, fine. So um, style. What is the style of this poem?
1: I think it's probably.
0: Free verse. Free verse, yes. (laughs) Shoulders back. Stand up straight. Uh, Yeah, I'm trying to see if there's, there's no rhyme. No.
1: I do have a lot of gems that rhyme, though. For future, beyond the bindings. I got a lot of gems that rhyme. I mean, to me, I think this is a message that every young girl should have, right? Like, you're stronger than boys. You're stronger than your crushes. You're better than... Like, don't let them break you down.
0: So the um, he can't break you. This is referring to the the crush that is now yeah. dating your best friend. Mm-hmm. Did you see that as antagonistic towards you? Did he know of your feelings?
1: Oh yeah, we did a lot of making out.
0: Oh okay, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so so sure did. And this was before he started dating your best friend. Correct. Oh okay, so this this kind of um, stoicism that you are encouraging, you want to be stone-faced so that you don't think he gets the satisfaction? Do you think?
1: I don't know. I I don't know if it was more internal or it was more external. I mean, I think I definitely didn't want uh, to let on how much I actually liked him. Mm-hmm. We had never said anything, like, official, right? Like, we would never said, ooh, we're going to be boyfriend and girlfriend or whatever that was. Um, so... I definitely didn't want him to know how crushed I was. I also think I wanted to just move on and like be past some of that too. So I don't know. Maybe it was stoicism.
0: Okay. Yeah. I think um, something that resonates with me is this, this like propensity towards trying to create winners and losers when it comes to relationships. Um, Like, whether it's an ex or a crush you always want to come out on top like like you have the better trajectory in life or um maybe that's not the best way to say it but it's like um not choosing me was your loss
1: oh yeah no that's definitely true because i then went on to date his best friend oh well (laughs) (laughs) i told you it was a messy situation (laughs) for like a long time and so i do think there's definitely an element of that where it's like well yeah you lost and now i'm with your best friend and your best friend is happy so there
0: yeah so this um the first half here almost sounds like an etiquette lesson shoulders back stand up straight chin up eyes straight ahead
1: oh okay yeah so there's that but then also so we were all in marching band together okay so that's also just part of like a marching band thing too like you stand straight your chin is up your eyes are uh, i think we always what was the uh we did, like, this, like, chant thing after every rehearsal, and the end of it was Eyes with Pride, and you yelled that as loud as you could, and so I feel like I'm channeling a little bit of that, too, where it's, like, like that was, like, a place that I felt very powerful and, like, very, like, strong and, like, proud and whatever, so I feel like that might have been partly, partly what I'm channeling, because that kind of, those first four lines are very much like a stand like you're in marching band because
0: you're cool <laughs> yes because marching band <laughs> is the coolest the thing coolest ever coolest. you're right yeah no okay so you found your strength in marching band and you're channeling that maybe yeah
1: i don't know i, I could see, see that happening yeah i
0: could see that uh, like
1: i don't think that was intentional when i wrote it i don't think so but reading it back now that's very much what it sounds like yeah Yeah, I mean, I think... I feel like you could take it two ways, right? Like, you could very much take it as a, like, pep talk to yourself to put on a, a good face going out. I think you could take it maybe as, like, a vindictive type thing. But I think you could also take it as, like, a... You know, I feel like when you're a teenage girl and you have a crush, and maybe as a teenage boy, too. I don't know. I feel like you let your crush get in your head all over the place, all the time, constantly. And so... I think it could be a reminder that, like, you're, you are better than that. You need to move past that and continue to live your life. That can't be what you glom onto forever. So I feel like, in some ways, that's a good reminder.
0: Yeah, um, I, I think my poems from that era speak for themselves as far as, it's it's a universal feeling of, um, how we try and define ourselves within relationships. And when a relationship doesn't work out, uh it can break the identity that you thought you had. Mm-hmm. And so you're kind of rebuilding at that point. Um And crushes, I mean, it's, it's fascinating. I wonder where the etymology of crush comes from in that it can be a, a... I know you're not Dave. Oh,
1: I miss Dave. I miss Dave.
0: <laughs> uh, just, but I mean, the the term crush, uh whether it, it means to or not, it's it's it really just embodies that feeling of the the weight of that emotion. Yeah. It like kind of just crushes your soul as, <laughs> as you pine after this person who in all likelihood will not um Love you back. Love you back. Yeah.
1: Well, I think too, there's an element in this relationship too that I um I very much felt like he was out of my league. Hmm. And so, I think that's part of it, too, where, like, I felt like he was too cool for me. In reality, he was just kind of a jerk. Like, he was just kind of a jerk and a player and would go from girl to girl. And, like, was not all that lovely, despite me pining after him for a long time. But I think that might be part of this, too, in terms of, like, you're stronger than that. I I feel like that was a hard thing for me because I felt like his best friend was more... On my level of like attractiveness, coolness, whatever, like he's somebody I could get. This guy was
0: out of your league.
1: Yeah, he was uh... a you know he was a saxophone player.
0: Not oh, well, saxophone played... player, are the coolest <laughs> in the band. I will, I will uh, stick with that
1: saxophone. He played some clarinet. Played like bass uh, clarinet. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's interesting now looking back too because like. His his best friend, who I dated for a long time, uh, was, like, the lead trumpet player and, like, plays professionally now. Like, he's legit, like, super, super talented dude.
0: So, within the hierarchy of bands, you actually probably stepped up.
1: I probably stepped up a level. Like, a big level. I mean, the other guy was a pretty good player, but, like, not, like,
0: the A different kind of player. Uh (laughs) Oh, no you're not as fun as that.
1: <laughs> you're a jerk <laughs> you know why it's because we've been living in this house together and not going anywhere else for two years <laughs> with a two year old oh. oh that's right <laughs> okay
0: so um can anything from this discussion from, from engaging with this poem can anything be learned from this no well <laughs> Clearly, my uh, high school attempts <laughs> at poetry were far superior than yours. Oh, your, there you just, go. Dave and I always glean something. <laughs> uh,
1: I think what we glean is high school relationships can be vindictive, can make you super, super unsure of yourself, and yeah, mostly, like, move past being a teenager and then life gets a lot better.
0: Well. Not necessarily for all, but no. um
1: at least in my case, yeah,
0: but i think <laughs> I that, think
1: your emotions get a little less like all over the place, And you guys have talked about that too, right, 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 like you swing from like emotion to emotion all over the place
0: yeah you're 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 still forming at that right at at that point um the yeah, the pep talk aspect of it, I'm just wondering from a from a male perspective a, a cishet male perspective. Uh, I don't think. I think this is, is a fascinating kind of um, demonstration of kind of male gaze and privilege, in that my poems are lamenting a crush that is not seeing my worth, mm. and your poem is is trying to reclaim worth you feel is not seen.
1: That was a lot deeper than any of my insights
0: into that i've been doing this for 16 episodes <laughs> i know how to um scrape the bottle out of the barrel or something
1: but. no i think that's legit though i think that's legitimate i think um yeah yours come off as very entitled yeah in terms of like well the girl doesn't like me so it must be her problem yeah. Or and this is honestly, this is coming off as it's my problem. Yeah. Right. I, I am mean, lower. It's...
0: I am broken. I I need to put on a good face.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah you you're stronger than that. Um. He can't break you. There's there's this idea that he has all the power mm-hmm. in this uh relationship that is not even um, a relationship. A relationship.
1: All right, Aaron. What do you think? Eyes straight at me. He- good or garbage
0: well honestly compared to the slog that that dave and i have
1: (laughs) it's a nice breath of fresh air
0: yeah i mean it's a it's it's still free verse it's still um very much a high schooler doing a poem Mm -hmm. but um i think so in marching band
1: Oh no. We're <laughs> gonna try to speak authoritatively about Marching Band. This is gonna
0: be good. Okay. In Marching Band, there are those bands that do the, the bold white stripes down their legs Ooh, Yeah. Mm-hmm. to show their steps. Those are the really good bands. Yeah. And um when they mess up, you know they messed up because mm-hmm. they're out of step and the white streaks kind of show it. I think this is a band that has um that knows their strengths. And they have clearly picked all black pants. Oh, snap! It's <laughs> they're decent. They march pretty well, but there's some mistakes that it, it's 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 not noticeable, but it's not clean. It's not pristine. It's a, it's a decent band.
1: Okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna <laughs> be.
0: I've been to enough shows with you, I
1: know. (laughs) (laughs) I've opened
0: a new world for you.
1: (laughs) And now let's end with the words of a real poet. This is an excerpt from Still I Rise by Maya Angelou. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops, weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard cuz I laugh like I've got gold mines diggin in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still like air, I'll rise. This has been my bad poetry.
0: Now go write your own bad,
1: bad poetry.
0: poetry. Cool? Go. <laughs> <laughs> once are welcome yeah free does matter